how's everybody doing welcome back to another episode of the state of mind podcast and uh, on today's episode i had none other than zindi schwartz pull up onto the show and uh and this is a person who's dubbed himself a jack of all trades and honestly i'm inclined to believe it i mean based off the things that he's done from events he's planned pretty big events to directing and writing plays and managing careers i'm impressed he hasn't gone insane to say the least but um, i'm glad he could come onto the show because really i really got a chance to ask about his career and also other hot topics uh, you guys should stay tuned for that and it's just fun to have someone who's just as open-minded as you because at the end of the day you may disagree but the moral of the story is we're having a healthy dialogue i hope you guys enjoyed today's show i think i think i think, that, I think they're the next group that's gonna blow i think it's already starting it is the fact that i took time to like hear like oh women ethics yeah 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 no they're really doing some amazing stuff though i mean i had page performing at the pop-up uh, okay just pull the mic closer all right yeah, you don't need to move just the mic right. itself yeah yeah and you think Paige performed well? At the Pride Pop-Up in March. He was a ah. featured artist. Um, okay. And that's what we did. So I don't know. Are we live yet? Are we not live? I, I know it's a know. recording. I'll, I'll let you know. I'll let you know in your life. Yes, friend. Because <laughs> I'm like trying to run here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Excuse that. <me. laughs> um, okay. No, we we officially live, man. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode. And on today's show... I have none other than the man himself, Zindri Schwartz, art director. Actually, a man of many hats, to say yes. the least. A jack of all trades. Jack of all trades. I love how you said my surname is Schwartz. Oh, it's yeah. like German vibes. Oh, but shit. we're not going into that. Nah, not at all. <laughs> That's a conversation for another day, That's actually. a different conversation. Yeah, but no, but thank you for so much for coming, man. Thank you for having me. Dude, this was, this was bound to happen. We, we spoke about this last year already. Yeah, ne? Yeah. It's been it's been a journey, it's been a journey. <laughs> and now we're making it happen. <laughs> yeah, I know. You know, like I remember when I got your first text, and I'm like, mm. <laughs> you know, things happen. Things happen. No one ever believes. Like, nah, you're just talking shit. I'm like, dude, I'm serious. <laughs> I get a lot of that as well when mm. I tell people, like, no, we're gonna work together one day. Like, yeah, and they think it's an immediate thing. But it's you know like the universe have to align. Yeah, yeah. You, you just can't make that shit happen like that, man. It does not happen overnight. <laughs> it takes many sleepless nights to get it to happen. <laughs> especially, to, especially to get it right. Exactly. You know especially I mean? when you're perfectionist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you a perfectionist? I tend to think so in my work, not necessarily mm-hmm. in my personal lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's both. It's both a terrible and a great trait to have. Exactly. For me, it's a thing of, um, in my professional life, I am a perfectionist. So when I'm done with it, it's literally eight to five. Mm -hmm. When I'm done with what I'm supposed to do, I switch it off. Mm -hmm. So I can feel myself as the human being. We have to have this duality where you learn to switch off a way of balancing ourselves. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, we will have, like I said earlier, sleepless nights. Mm -hmm. We'll have constant worries and anxieties about things that well you should not have especially yeah. when it's your time and i know i realize that stuff is mostly um you usually create those problems by yourself mm. like a lot of these things a lot of these issues or problems we have are not necessarily mm. external fact it's more internal eh? it is and if you do not know when to switch off it will overwhelm you and that's pulling to your personal life and that's another spiral mm, mm, sometimes mm. we take these things out on other people <laughs> but yeah especially in the workplace you know when you have those colleagues that just showed up in a bad mood and you're wondering <laughs> what did i do to this individual why Who, why are you like this i make i make those people feel like assholes because I, I just i just end up being nice to them so i'm like you are the asshole because <laughs> i'm the nice guy in this situation right so. <laughs> I just smile. <laughs> I just smile and be like, hi, how are you? An oh, exaggerated man. form of happiness. Nah, that's true. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Uh, so, Zindri, you are you're a man of the ways many hats I stated before, jack of all trades. But one of the things that really piqued my interest about you was the fact that you're also an art director at 
NTN, right? Yes, so at the NTN. Yeah. Um, Why don't you give them a lowdown on what NTN is and what they're all about? So the NTN is <coughs> the National Theatre of Namibia. It is one of the only few Namibian arts venues where artists and creatives can actually come through and have their work displayed, whether it's a dance show, whether it's a theatre show, whether it is you coming to watch a movie screening, for example. We have had several events at the National Theatre, including the MTC nomination shows for the NAMA Awards, with the Namibian Film and Theatre Awards, and a lot of corporates use the venue, for for example, for things like uh, end-of-year functions, nah. private events. And so it's a very versatile venue, and within this venue, I have the role of stage management and show caller. So what a show caller is, is basically the life director of the event while it is happening. You said a show caller. Show caller. Like a shot caller. <laughs> Almost like a shot caller. So you just making all, all the decisions like, hey. Like, for example, music goes on now. Switch on that light. Uh, Send on that performer. Is, is, let's say, which artist can I give a reference? Mm. Is Lady Gaga on stage yet? Send Lady Gaga on. Send their dancers. Smoke machine go. Damn. Laser lights go. Switch right off. It's just managing. Big screen. That is basically <laughs> what a show caller does. Uh-huh. So pre-production in stage management is now, before we even get to the show, I have to do the preparations for that. What will we be doing? What, who will we need? What is required? Mm-hmm. Um, how do we go about doing this? How long should it be? How short should it be? All these things to get it from um, the creative aspect into the final space of, mm-hmm. all right, now we are packaging a product. And so in a nutshell, that's basically what I do at the National Theatre. But as yeah. we said earlier, jack of all trades. So I also do outside event management and coordination. Mm-hmm. I have done events such as the Windhoek International Dance Festival. I have done the Owella Festival. Uh, which is also just a variety of an underground art festival type of thing. And we had artists from all over Africa as well as Europe yeah. attending these auspicious events. Okay, occasions. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So that is what it is about. And as of recent, I recently I still do the still do the same thing. But, but in the queer space where we have the events such as the Pride Pop-Up yeah. as well as Drag Night Namibia where as in Pride Pop-Up I am an organizing member of the Pop-Up team yeah. and within that I'm also the stage curator which means I basically again package who comes where, who does what, what time they're on, who do we market, all those <coughs> things, who do you want there, who do we invite. Sounds like a handful man. There's a lot of coordination everywhere. No, but we'll we'll get into that. We'll get yeah. into that. So, I think, just based on what you said, um, people pretty much mm. have a you know they have context now. Yes, and this is what you do. That is what it is about. But as a person though, mm. who is Zindri? You know oh. what what is he passionate about apart from? Telling people shit, mani- managing them probably in this case. Basically, basically. <laughs> but like, who are you as a person, man? I feel like not 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 too many people actually talk about that a lot, man. Damn, bruh, you're hitting the heartstrings. Oh shit, that's what that's what we do, man. This is deep. That's what we do. I wasn't ready for that question. <laughs> stay, stay ready, so you ain't gotta get ready, man. You know, you know <laughs> if you stay ready, you ain't gotta get ready. There you go. So, <laughs> I would say Zendry is a sort of like externally introverted person externally introverted, introverted person like it's the uh. soul sh- persona love i have the confidence fake it till you make it mm-hmm. but generally he's a <laughs> loving <laughs> he's a loving and kind human being yeah. what kicks it i mean what kicks his drive what is the passion mm. for him i think my passion is life in terms of seeing the evolution of different elements of life, things mm. like art around us. All yeah. of it comes from creation, and creation is life. So these things, the way they maneuver, I can't necessarily say that there's one specific specific aspect of things that make me tick, mm-hmm. because one thing I've learned over the years is the person I was seven years ago is not the person I am right now. Yeah. person who a year ago is not the same. And yeah. the person I'm going to be... Is totally different. Different. Um, 
Human rights, for example, is one of the things that Zondre is crazy about mm. in terms of just love thy neighbor like you'd like to be loved. Now, I'm not, um, what do we call it, a religious or spiritual person per se, but I do believe... You're an atheist. Nah. I won't call myself <laughs> that as well. You know, I just want to try and get into it heaven. It dark. You know? <laughs> you know, I'm trying to get in heaven. <laughs> Aren't we all, man? If you, like, you're not trying to believe in it, but you're also just like, I'm not going to just like... Uh, not what is it i'm not going to take everything at face value exactly and yeah let's leave it there okay so yeah hot topic <laughs> treat people like how you want to be treated that's yeah. what i'm about ah. other than that we're just chilling but the human rights thing yes what do you want to know why why human rights um there's, why many, hum- there's so many other things you know why human rights why not animal rights uh, I'm also passionate about <laughs> animal rights. I have like three dogs. So. Uh, <laughs> uh, why human rights? Because I am from the LGBTIQ community mm-hmm. and a lot of times uh, we have seen how the community's rights are not being recognized. Mm-hmm. And fundamentally what we're speaking about are human beings before and after everything else. And the fact that we do not have equal recognition in certain areas of life that is concerning. Mm-hmm. So that is actually the main driving force behind the human rights aspects. Hence, like even my career, I have sort of navigated it into a more queer centric space because all of the work I've, most of the work I've done that were personal or passionate about uh, was, for example, my production called Prime Colors, which was an LGBTI play mm-hmm. back in 2014, which I've also won an award for. And then we've moved on to several other slightly uh, similar themed productions and then most currently the bright pop-up as yeah. well as drag night namibia yeah. and i'm also a sitting committee member of the pride week namibia which is where we had organized the biggest pride parade last year in december mm. so what was that all about because if i'm if i'm i'm speaking on the correction all right let's go i'm speaking on the correction because uh <sighs> I don't know if it's in correlation with that slut walk thing. Mm. Or, but all I know is I just saw I just saw a lot of people shaking their asses, like all a right. lot of women. Mm. And the message kind of got confused. All right. It's confusing to me because I'm like, okay, what exactly are we fighting for? So in terms of the activism, there yeah. are several types of activism, right? Uh, this is... Yes, people were shaking their asses. They were <laughs> expressing their own freedom or that you can't control me. Uh, Slatching walk was more about, uh, what do you call it, the realization of that SGBV is a big problem in Namibia mm-hmm. and we want you to take note because government is not recognizing or realizing that they need to increase their efforts to help curb the situation of mm. women being killed left, right and center. It's like a uh, hunting season out here. Do you think shaking your ass would actually help? Shaking your ass is basically <laughs> just telling them you can't control me anymore because that okay. is what they are doing. Don't worry, guys. I'm just being an asshole. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. But it's literally body autonomy we're speaking about. Fair enough. But I'm, I'm, still, I'm still like, I think there's another way to go about it. But that's the thing. Mm. If we go into how you think mm. we go about it, yeah. it's not your body. So you cannot regulate how somebody else... No, I don't want to regulate. I just want to suggest. <laughs> you see, and <laughs> look, that's look. the thing. Yeah. And that's where we're getting a little bit sidetracked. Yeah. And that okay. is what it is about. The fact okay. that okay. as a female, and yeah. I can't speak for females, uh-huh. but men have no place to tell them how to regulate their body. And Not that's why we talk about body autonomy as well as abortion and all of these things. And the fact that they were also part of the pride walk because they are also minorities... And pride is also not necessarily about LGBTI awareness, but it's also inclusive of who our allies are and what their struggles for. Because if you have seen these uh, parades and mm-hmm. these, what we call it, um, <coughs> marches and things that we have done, you've always seen that there are queer people in the mix fighting for equality for the people, for yeah. different types of people, whether it's for <laughs> women, whether it's for... The cannabis guys. <laughs> <are everywhere. laughs> We're everywhere. We're everybody's ally, but it's very rare that everybody will be your ally. Yeah, I, I remember someone asked me like, uh, "Yo, are you an ally?" I'm like, "To what?" 
<laughs> you know? Because at the end of the day, I'm not, I'm not trying to pick sides because mm. at the end of the day, I like who I like. You know, exactly. you're my people. You're part of my community. You're my friend. And that's it. And, and that's all that matters to me. So, like, when you kind of tell me, like, are you an ally? I try to tell me pick a side. No, no, no. like, no, in, in sometimes yeah. that's my, how I think. I'm because I'm like, no, I don't want to pick a side. I'm as like, long as, like, as, long as you don't prevent somebody else to live their life. Yeah. And you respect them in their own space, uh. regardless of as long as they also just understand where my rights end, mm. yours begins. Mm-hmm. We should really just recognize and live with each other in harmony. When it, that realization is there, we're all each other's allies. I guess so. But yeah. the moment somebody infringe and tell me I'm not allowed to do this because A, B, C, D. Yeah. The moment somebody threatens my life because A, B, C, D. That is now where we're gonna get into a little violent spear of things. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. choosing violence. <laughs> where did that phrase come from? I have no idea, but I'm loving it. A lot, a lot of a lot of my female friends use it, and I'm just like, what, what does that mean exactly? Because like, yo, you ready to brawl? Yeah, probably. <laughs> what is this about? I'm, I'm I'm down for this shit. Let's do it. We're gonna take off whatever needs to be taken off now. Yeah. but yeah. So. So I'm um, back to the human ra- activism. Yeah. Rather. So you've managed to actually incorporate some of these like elements, like okay, like hate speech, mm. equality. You actually managed to put some of these things into your plays, right? Yes. And how many plays have you written? And which one has actually like, stood out for you the most? All right, as a writer, I've written so many plays. Now I can imagine. But the ones that I've published, yeah. I've published about maybe four or five. Um, the mainstream ones are. Prime Colors, and okay. obviously Scorned was written by somebody else, but Scorned was the one that touched based on uh, things like gender-based violence, for example. Even back in 2014, yeah. gender-based violence, it spoke about the LGBTI, and it was inclusive of Namibia, as well as what was happening back then in Russia, mm. where, well, queer people were being killed. Or being exiled and things yeah. like that. And we don't have to go that far. I mean, even here, Uganda, Uganda, Uganda Zimbabwe. Zimbabwe, Zambia, where their laws are still so strict. Yeah. Things like that. So my <clears throat> activism has started even way back. What is sad to see is not much have changed. Yeah. We're still having to make our voices louder than before. Do you feel like though you guys are becoming a bit, I don't say obnoxious, but there are some people who. You know, you try to force something on someone, mm. and then it kind of, like, we hear you, but then it starts getting irritating. All right. Like, and I, th- I think from our perspective is that frustration uh-huh. is how we've been feeling. Uh-huh. The fact that we've been speaking and nobody listened, or we're not being heard. You know when you constantly tell somebody something, but you're not getting a response. Yeah. So now we have to get louder. And mm. the term you're using, obnoxious, not necessarily the right term. I'll say some of y'all, because I've yes. come across, you, you know what I'm talking yeah. about. Right? Yes, some of us have to so claim like, spaces. Fuck. And you know, that comes from a point of a uh, state of mind. Hmm. Pun intended. Pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, she's going to roll off the tongue. I'm telling you, it works. <laughs> yeah. Where, you know, we were not allowed to be in certain spaces. Yeah. And so now I have to now wear this extra confidence. I have to wear this extra energy of defensiveness. Now I have to wear all of this protection just to claim a seat at a space that was never prepared for me. Mm-hmm. So now slightly I am obnoxious. I'm coming with all of that because I was never given the platform to be. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going to show you I'm here. You can throw me out or you can live with me. But once we've broken through that barriers, you'll see that even that obnoxiousness fades away. And yeah. you'll see like, ah, but this was actually a nice person. Dude, even the first time I met you. Yeah. It was fucking hilarious. Cause <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I remember that day because... He can be a lot. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, the way I was actually like socializing you guys, mm. I remember I remember this question because you asked me like, mm. like, I, like, do you feel comfortable around us? I'm like, exactly. what the fuck does that mean, dude? It's like, no, you know, like, well, you know, I'm yeah. like, like, dude, that's the last thing on my mind. Because if obviously if you came to me in a disrespectful tone or manner, mm-hmm. obviously I wouldn't be sitting there. But so you guys are just talking. I'm like, I was joined in and, you know, crack my jokes. Exactly. And everyone was just cool. I'm like, oh, no, and, this nice. is the, and this is the reason the reason behind that is because we found we found that homophobia still exists. Yeah. Still out here. And yeah. there's also 
selective homophobia. Oh, I'm gonna get into that. Curse. Yes. <laughs> but continue. Yes. Where, for example, they'll be tolerant of one person, mm-hmm. and then when the company this person is with is extra flamboyant, extra, a little bit what be perceived as more extra, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then they become a bit. All right, I can't sit with this person. Can you speak to your people? That type of thing. They get this aura of. You know, I can't even describe it. Just this toxic energy. And some actually become violent. We're like, yo, you can't sit next to me. I don't deal with people like this. We have experienced this. Where we were like, yo, you are you are a good person. You are dope to hang with. I know you are gay, but I'm okay with you. But I'm not okay with your friend. Like, mm-hmm. that is selective sort of homophobia. It's still homophobia, but now you're breaking down to, I can only be friends with certain types of queer people. Uh, I remember having this conversation. I mean, I think you're getting off topic. Right? Yeah, I, I think we get it. Yeah, yeah. But it links back to the work I've your, done. Yeah, the plays and all that stuff. Yes, it links back to... And have people have actually got like good reviews or re- uh, reception from these things? Yes, I mean, I mean, I with the that. play, for example, you yeah. know how scared I was to put that thing up on the national theater stage? I'm not, but I'm not talking about the... I'm not talking about the the LGBT uh, you know, community. I'm talking about now just the regular people. Just even a straight person. Would be yeah. like, oh, man, I actually understand what's going on now. Yes, we do. We do. Oh, we shit. do. Okay. A lot of people come to us like, Yo, I understand we're all God's children. Mm-hmm. You're all allowed <laughs> to live your life the way you want to. Mm-hmm. So like whatever whoever says, come tell me. <laughs> you know, oh. we find those people. Okay. We find that we have converted people. Even like with the shows right now that we do. Um, we see a lot more straight people or heterosexual people attending this cool. <laughs> heterosexual <laughs> you see how, how, how it feels <laughs> you see how it feels yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> shit like really you're not sure <laughs> you know? okay cool that type of energy uh-huh. so I think like there's a lot of awareness there's a lot of open mindedness here yeah. and there uh, it's just more in the rural areas. Uh, even there, in the, people are fine. Mm, uh, but okay. it's because of the work. It's the ones that were so feminine who walked on the streets who made them aware that these people exist. It's those people who made enough noise to be known and be realized, yo, but I can be friends with you. Those mm. are the people who, made it, who changed the mindsets of all the others that are now finally waking up We've always asked this question, like, if two heterosexual people give birth to a queer baby or gay child, mm. where do you think oh, shit. gay we people ha- come from? We actually had this conversation with a friend of mine. And th- <laughs> this conversation was a year ago, actually, because um, the, there was the issue of the guys who... Uh, I, don't know if the, I don't know if the lady mm. was a surrogate, or but they wanted to bring in that... Mm. The, the baby here? I don't know. You're familiar with that couple, right? Yes, I am familiar with the case. And my, <laughs> so my friend was like, so I was just talking about it. And he was just like, you know, it, I also find it kind of strange how, you know, you can have two gay parents raise a straight kid. Mm. And then you can have uh, two, straight, two, yeah, two straight parents raising, <laughs> raising, you know, a gay person. So it's like, how do you determine which what actually works or what 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 um what's going to affect them? I guess I think that's, I think that's the issue. Oh, yes. <laughs> Just okay. But like, what who, who you know who who can decide? Like, no one knows, man. At the end exactly, of the day, we can't. Yeah. And um, please uh go back to the question again. I'm so sorry for that. Uh, which was the, the couple, the queer couple. Oh yeah, the queer couple. Who was basically they were asking about the paternity of the child that was uh-huh. given birth through surrogacy. Is that what we're talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, my my question was because I, I was rambling there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I was distracted, but <laughs> I'm sorry. What I was trying to what I was trying to get at was like the conversation I had with my friend, like. Mm-hmm. There's no, there's no determining whether this person's gonna come out straight or gay. Cause exactly, we have none. we have two straight parents who can and raise a straight kid or a gay kid. Exactly, and then you can have a, two gay parents who raise a straight child. A straight child. And so it's like that is what we have seen. Hey, mm-hmm. like a lot of times, and I'm always also so fascinated by this because mm-hmm. I know so many queer parents, and I was looking at their children, and I'm like, 
How did you manage to make a straight child? Like, <laughs> you really ask that question? Yes. <laughs> you know, sometimes we also have that, you know, within our own community, you know, yeah. these okay. little things. And that is bringing <laughs> us back to humanity. Okay. That at the end of the day, mm. we're all human. It also speaks to also when you look at things like culture, what you do in your culture, what I do in my culture. Yeah. Fine line. But besides that, we still see each other as human. Yes, I have a different cultural background. So do you. Why can't we acknowledge that? that is also within their culture things like that you know it's it's uncharted territories man it is it's like we, we don't necessarily know like to be honest i'm not familiar i'm not too okay i'm familiar but like with the whole uh, situation of trans and mm. non-binary and you know you know it's a pronouns s- like look man spectrum it's a spectrum dude and look at the end of the day when i say things like yo do you <laughs> yeah do you it's like that's that's a bare minimum because yeah. i'm still trying to figure it out myself and I'm sure everybody else around me is trying to figure it out. You know, when it comes to the pronouns, mm-hmm. sorry, if you do not know their pronoun, ask their name and just call them <laughs> their name. Hi, Michael. How are you, Michael? Are you good, Michael? Okay, first of all, I've not had a, I've not come across someone, uh, you know, who's gonna, you know, fucking try and teach me about pronouns and shit. You know, I'm probably just gonna be like, yeah, I'm, I'm gone, man. This is why I literally tell you, like, call them by their name. If you, if you feel like you don't know what's happening here, like, hey, what's your name? Kevin told me a story about it. He's like, <laughs> I think he's in the same situation. Yeah. He's like, okay, dude, what's your name? <laughs> yes, just because clearly this conversation is not going to end. Exactly. So what's your name? What's your name? Shop. So yeah. I'll refer to you as your name. Uh-huh. <laughs> that makes it easier. I guess so. I think that really I makes it easier. I just give you a hack. I think so. Life hack, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen. Life hack, how to navigate through all of this beautiful uncharted territory. But you know, where, where, where has, like, where did this come from? Like, I know it probably existed. Mm. Right now, it's obviously now it's mainstream, now it's mm. like in our faces. But I think what I'm really trying to figure out is why is it happening now? Because people are realizing their truth and people are now realizing that what they're worth are people are realizing that they do not need to hide themselves for anybody no more because our forefathers lived in darkness we have evolved to an age that i mean listen we have polygamy we have monogamy yeah why can't we have our own lives recognized i mean if zuma can have five wives or three wives (laughs) what is wrong with a same-sex couple having one partner each just say and that's what you're talking about rights not recognized while mm. others have the access to have more rights than others just lifestyle lifestyle <laughs> but listen it's not lifestyle per se it's who you are <laughs> fair enough let's agree to disagree <laughs> you know it's fair as so. long as we agree not to disagree but mm-hmm. to respect each other's point of views and that's it now, I always felt that way as far as, um, the only reason, like, okay, not the only reason, but for me personally, like, why I would, why I would actually, like, treat you, mm. you the respect is the, it's the number one fact that you're a human being, you know? Exactly. First of all, to, at least to me, you're a human being, man. I, respect. You haven't done it. As long as you haven't, like, done anything wrong to me or Person. said, yeah, you know, I, I mean. Then we're good. I, I don't understand it. Because at the end of the day, I can only speak for myself. That's the thing. I, I will never speak for my friends. I know, you know, they're good guys. You guys yeah. are all good people. But more of the story is, this is me. It was when she hits the fan, I'm the one that's, you know, exactly. being accused and asked all these kinds of shit. So, I just feel like, man, at the end of the day, just give each other the benefit of the doubt. Give each other the benefit <laughs> of the doubt. And just... Um, <laughs> Respect each other as for the, for the mere fact that this person's a human being. What the fuck am I looking at, man? <laughs> I was just like, time. Ah, right, I right, right. To bounce. Nah, nah, you're gonna stay for a while, man. <laughs> I, I'm the I'm the reason why you're late. You can tell you can tell them that. Oh shit! When they hear this, they're like, "Oh, this motherfucker's arrogant." <laughs> Wait, you are editing it, right? Yeah, I hope so. Some stuff. <laughs> I will just be surprised. <laughs> like, oh shit! Did you, did you see that? <laughs> like, wait, what? Yeah. Did nah, we just nah. get off topic? No, nah, no, nah, we will. But back, because I actually want to run okay. back because uh, this is all about also you just being a jack of all trades, man. Mm. Um, you've also done artist management. Mm-hmm. 
you you just described uh, event management event as well, management. organizing and all these things, man. Stage, all of those beautiful elements. I call them my beautiful traumas. <laughs> <laughs> so they're all equally important to you. Yes. And that's why I can't differentiate mm. between like what is the niche of it all because each contributes to another aspect of something else. Mm. Tell me what 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 have been your highs, the highs and lows. Let's talk about the highs first. Oh, just in my life or career? Uh, everything. Let's let's, let's let's just let's just bundle that up. Like yo, my highs. I mean. Mm. Winning an award for best newcomer director—that was a great high. Having Whoa, traveled. when was that? In 2015. Okay. Um, that was okay. a great high for me. Because um, the cash prize as well. Oh, definitely. <laughs> I think I'm in the wrong business, yo. You know, that's <laughs> a little samsam. Oh, really? Sam-sam. So, yeah, you came with samsam. So you awarded the best director. Best newcomer director. Best newcomer director in theater. In theater. And, yeah. And then a few years later, I was actually nominated as best director. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Try moving around. Yeah. I know. It's okay. <laughs> I was also nominated as best director, but then I didn't win that one, unfortunately. Oh, shame. A better man won. Okay. A better man won. When I sat there, and because uh-huh. I, I actually watched their show, uh-huh. and I was sitting there, and I'm like, bruh. This is pretty good. This is like, I don't know how to compete with that. Damn, but at least to be nominated against that person yeah, yeah, was yeah. like, you know what? I'm good too. <laughs> good to know you're not a bitter person. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so that was amongst the highs. Uh, I mean, traveling was also beautiful. Yeah. Um, the lows. Lows, lows is covered them 19. Let's talk mm. about that ish. Mm. A lot, of, a lot of tragic, a lot of losses. A lot of losses, career. I mean, for us in the entertainment industry, if I can call it that, hmm. um, when there's no gathering, there's no income. That's true. That's so true. you can try online things, but it's not necessarily the same. The vibe is not the same. Yeah. I remember seeing someone doing stand-up on mm. a Zoom. How and I'm like, that was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't slap the same no, at all, man. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? Like, like, I mean, I, I give I give him, you know, I give him credit for, you know, trying, trying. you know, at least trying to, trying to be innovative, but nah, man. Keeping up with the times, hey, it's yeah. difficult. Like, we have done so many things that were online, and you're just like, uh, nah. Wait, with, like, with, with, was the pride and drag, oh. was that like a, you guys tried it online as well initially, mm-hmm. or? No, that was not invented then yet. Okay. So uh, that came later. On. Yeah. At the time, we were doing with a show by Lisa Ehlers called uh-huh. Boot and Sis, which is a drag, a part drag, part comedy show. So that we had to now film for online consumption. Okay. But our rehearsals for that process was online. We'd rehearse with Zoom. Like somebody else will be dancing in the other room. I'm playing music from my house in my living room. Oh, so they can wow. hear. Somebody else is now, you know, there's a lot of moving particles. Then you guys made that work, huh? Yeah, it At was, least try to. I mean, the choreographer will be teaching from their house <laughs> <laughs> to the ones who are supposed to dance in their homes. <laughs> the admin is just a nightmare by the sounds of it. It was. Like, wow. Sounds like a nightmare. And then you would see people freezing and you're like, are you moving? Are you moving? Like, <laughs> I can't hear you. <laughs> Too many moving parts, man. Exactly. Too many so. moving parts and uncontrollable. But, you know, we try to be innovative, trying to move with the times, trying to be like, yo, let's still work even though COVID. But I wouldn't say it was one of the smartest ideas. <laughs> But eventually, we created the show, and it was beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Thank God you admitted that. Because <laughs> I was going to be like... Yeah. <laughs> I know. I feel like we created a world, world-class world show. Yeah, I mean, I actually went to the... F- I don't know. How many Dragon have you guys had? This would be the... I think the 10th or 11th, if I'm not mistaken. Shit! Yes. Okay, so... I was at one of them. <laughs> yeah, probably like the third or fourth. <laughs> I don't know. That was that maybe was fifth. That was in was that November or December last year. So maybe seven, eight. Yeah, pro- one of those. Yeah. So obviously I was invited. You guys mm-hmm. invited me. 
was like, I'm not doing shit. Let me, as let me you get should, to, As you should. That's why I was asking was that question. Mm. Are you ally? I'm like, nah, I'm an asshole. Mm. Like, oh, how can you say that? I'm like, I'm like what? <laughs> why are you trying to be an asshole on purpose? <laughs> but, Triggers. <laughs> yeah, because I actually want to get a reaction. I want to see how people actually. Yeah. But the point is, okay, you guys invited me. And I'm just, to be honest, I was, I was kind of overwhelmed mm. in a good way because I'm like, oh, this is what support looks like. Mm. This is what, you know, some people having your back looks like so i'm like man because everyone based on my you know my my point of view mm. everyone just seemed genuinely happy to be there exactly i mean it's a sort of festival in like an hour or two mm. you see so many different characters but the space itself is created to promote that happiness and it's an escape from the current reality because when you look at drag, you're looking at female impersonators. Literally, mm. I can become Beyonce, and people are curious about how did that person? So he's a male, <laughs> and he's wearing a wig, and now he's gonna perform as Beyonce. What is that about, dude? And then they see a, a sickening performance, uh-huh. and they're like, "Yo, but that was good. That was really, really damn good." So. It's about creating those wow, positive wow moments, okay. positive experiences, and usually um, it's a safe space uh-huh. and genuinely just a fun experience. I was standing next to this tall person, mm. so now I'm looking I'm like oh, this person healed. Yeah. Now the, the thing is, I'm just like minding my business. And I'm mm. looking around, so I'm like, oh, this is, this person's fucking tall. Exactly. And then I keep going, looking up, looking up. I'm like, okay. These are very muscular legs, man. <laughs> <laughs> you're going up like, that's a very chiseled jaw. <laughs> and I exactly know who you're speaking of. So I'm like, what the fuck? What, what the fuck's going on? And man? that is that is what we promote. Mm-hmm. A platform for self-expression. Mm-hmm. Things mm-hmm. that you can't you would like to do, yeah. but you can't do it, let's say at your house or at your office, where it's seen as abnormal. Yeah. It's a safe space. Yeah, because here's a, here's a funny thing. There are people. Mm. Who do drag, but they're not necessarily queer. Or, they're actually like straight as fuck, but exactly. But you enjoy w- wearing women's clothes, or I don't know what the fuck the case. That, I mean, that is not. I don't see that as much here locally, yeah. but I have seen that internationally, where you see heterosexual. I mean, if you looked at the social media on the socials recently, there was this man. Uh, he's about let's say 50, 60 years old. That man's where he wears skirts and heels to work and everywhere else he goes, but he's straight. He has a wife and kids, and they accept him for who he is. That's you guys have to understand how confusing that shit is, right? <laughs> Bear with me, man. I'm sorry. You gotta understand this shit is confusing. Jesus himself wore a skirt. What are we talking about? <laughs> Let's not get into that. <laughs> Because, I mean, they we, are gonna... I would actually like to talk about that one day. <laughs> Ooh, that's a hot topic. You know, so things like that. Hot topic, hot topic. Shit. <laughs> Can't believe you took it then, man. I mean... Ooh, the, the religious people are going to be like, what? We are, are ready. going to crucify your ass. I mean, we are ready. Let's not even talking about the betrayal. Yeah, but... um, <laughs> Let's go back. Because <laughs> I'm about to go into <laughs> Let's rewind it. Let's rewind it. <laughs> but I know you mentioned, so like you said, this is like the 11th, 10th, whatever. Yeah. And you mentioned earlier, you know, actually coming through, this, through to the studio, mm. um, you guys are having anniversary in April or March, was it? March. Now March. in March, I just have to confirm my dates. But yeah, the next two shows will be the first and second, the first Friday and Saturday of the month mm-hmm. at Cafe Prestige. You'll see all these wonderful creatures like Miss Mavis, Monique, Atlantis, Coco, Selena, all these beautiful marvels. We're getting shout outs, man. And I, don't, and I don't even know y'all. So. Oh, you want to know them soon. I'm going to bring them here. Oh, you know? shit. <laughs> it's going to be interesting. <laughs> and then you can ask them all sorts of questions. Yeah. I've, you know, I think I, I, I got a uh, brief glimpse mm. of what some of these people actually go through. The unicorns. <laughs> uh, you, you call them that. <laughs> and I was like, damn, man. I, I obviously okay, I have this conversation off air, but mm. I just never knew like these people are actually going through some, some really mean, traumatic I mean, shit too, man. I mean, for example, just uh, 
for these girls after show going home, they need to have like special transport because they can't just Apparently. rock out out there looking like Beyonce. Because <laughs> people will be like, we have incident incidences mm. where my poor girls were almost harmed a few times by well the streets rather if I mm. call it that like random cabs and whatnot. But you also find those that are quite fascinated. A random taxi will be like, ah, can I have that one's number? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know the half of it. <laughs> you know, like it's quite it's unpredictable and like the wave of change in the air mm. towards acceptance. And because we are we are we are moving past tolerance, I'm not here to be tolerated anymore. Like, yo, either we accept, because I don't need you to tolerate me the same way you don't need need me to tolerate you. I exist. Mm -hmm. Just make make peace with the fact I exist. If you're gonna act upon my existence, that's when we're gonna have a problem. Because mm. why should I be tolerated? I, don't know. I I always felt like that was like the better phrase to use. No, like I, I tolerate y'all, or rather. No, I maybe I tolerate you. No, maybe I tolerate us, but I rather feel like it's better to be accepted than tolerated. Mm. And it's not everybody that's gonna accept you. Uh huh. But you don't have to tolerate me. Then stay out of my space. And I'll stay out of yours. But I don't need your. Easier said than done, eh? Easier said than done. Because I remember uh, there's a there's a particular. And I'm gonna get so much slack for this. <laughs> ah, don't worry about it. <laughs> Comes with the territory. <laughs> but I remember talking to someone, uh, this other girl. So I don't know, man. I was, you know, I'm an inquisitive guy. Yeah. So I'll, I'll put up provocative posts questions and posts, and people will be like, "Nah, you can't say that." You know, you should. but the thing is, she was like, "Thank God she was open," because mm. <laughs> she was just telling me about how uh, now maybe it actually has this law where it's like it's actually illegal to be gay or anything like that. So, but it's something that's not necessarily enforced. Yes. It's an unforced so, illegal law or something so like that. So we are speaking about the Sodomy Act. So within Oh, damn. That's, okay, that's something different, but yeah. Because Namibia maybe I technically do not have laws prohibiting, prohibiting homosexuality per se. Hmm. The only law that I'm aware of is the Sodomy Act that states, other than that, it does, there's no law that says I can't be gay. So sodomy law is like men can't, you mm -hmm. know, do the do, basically. And that's where it starts and ends. We do have laws that states things like marriage can only be, be between a man and a woman, the marriage act, those mm -hmm. type of things. But besides that, there's no specific law that says you can't be gay. No. So when you take that sodomy law out, mm -hmm. then we just have to fight for the marriage equality. I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what nah. we're busy with at the moment. Uh, yeah. So that is what she was trying to explain to you. I okay. assume if I understand it correctly. Yeah, somewhat. Somewhat more or less. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I did end up, um, you know, yes. talk about the sodomy lord and all. I'm like, hey, man. Yeah. I, I don't know. Listen, what happens behind closed doors is nobody's business. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> but Between uh, two consenting adults. Emphasis. Emphasis. Consenting adults. When you put it like that, fine. <laughs> I don't. You know, I can. I can. I can pick a hole in that. But <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> no. <laughs> but um, like with the the the, the Papa Pride mm. and have you have you gotten like backlash? Oh wow, we did. From who? In the beginning. newspapers, media, or. No, the media, the media has been quite open. Oh, the media loves this shit. The, the media loves eating it up, yo. news, mm. basically, as mm. long as it's news. Yeah. Um, we have had uh, sort of backlash by organizations or companies who I will not mention in yeah, the probably beginning. Like a couple of churches in there. Uh, who are not too fond of what we are doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean... Some employees of certain organizations took it personally by themselves the mission to shut us down uh, during one of our events. Shit, they're trying to cancel you. Using company resources to try and stop our shows. Okay, well, what exactly are they unhappy about? That is what I'm coming to. Oh, shit. So apparently it was a noise complaint by neighbors. We had had a conversation with the neighbors. They said it was fine. 
fine. We let it go. They brought in security, police. And I mean, one of the officers came to us. It's like, okay, but the people around here don't have a problem. It seems it's only that person who works for this organization who has a problem with you guys. Hmm. So can you find a way to navigate this? Okay. Fine. We tried calling. Next thing, while we in a live show, our plugs are pulled out while the artist is on stage. And you're like, what's happening? Is the power out? Mm. What's happening? Did they not pay electricity this month? <laughs> you know what's going on? Yeah. So, and that type of thing happened only for us to later realize this individual took it upon himself to try and shut us down. And when we, when one of our mediators in the situation spoke to him, <laughs> they asked him, what is bothering you? What is it about this event? There's been so many other events. Why does this event specifically bother you? Yeah. And then the mediator went as far as like, does the balloons bother you? And it's like, no, but <laughs> it's just a Muffy <laughs> event. <laughs> Wait, who said that? This certain individual oh, okay. from the company who took oh. it upon themselves to try and shut us down, bringing mm. the police, bringing all sorts of things. Oh, so we had had these moments of hostility in creating the shows and things like that. But uh, more or less, we have now learned to navigate around it. Like, Are they still trying to stop you guys? No, we just give some, we just make a few phone calls and be like, we're doing this. The papers will be there. <laughs> Interesting. So we, we, we have found ways around it. And according to the law, we are doing absolutely nothing wrong. Mm. It's not something that everybody else is not doing. If I can state it correctly, or my in English bundles are running out. <laughs> <laughs> Almost depleted. Almost depleted. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, listen, we move, things go. Uh, now, because um, for me, it was the, the, the churches that are really like, you know. Oh, no, that the, little march yeah. they had, that was cute. That was, <laughs> that was cute. <laughs> Power to them. But I feel like you guys thrive of chaos or something. That's. I honestly feel that way sometimes. I'm like, man, y'all love this shit. Y'all love this destruction, don't you? Because people are losing their fucking minds. Oh, these churches, eh? It was hilarious. Like, listen, we, we are not... So how do you come and decide for me, especially when you are out here also being just, I wouldn't say vile, but religion itself is a very nasty business. <sighs> it's a uh, one of those unspoken. Uh, it's like you imposing your <laughs> thing. Some of y'all are raping your congregation members, but you are coming for us see, for our own private bedroom affairs. That, that's 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 where this thing just loses me sometimes. Because <laughs> if anybody's using the Lord's name in vain, it's some of these dudes, man. Because exactly. I don't understand like, how, how you can do certain things and just get away with it adultery the basics all sin are the same according oh, it's, to it's a lot fraud it's according to their laws mm. their book of beautiful fairy tales so i told you guys, i told you get type of destruction yeah yeah this, this is like good clickbait it's quality clickbait. you know <laughs> Like, listen, we have all we all have our own battles to fight. Yeah. Like, that's theirs. Let's see. At the end of the day, our rights will be recognized. Think so? I believe so. Well, I mean, we have a lot of old heads, man. So I mean, it's well, still going to be an uphill battle. To be it honest. is going to be, but we we are halfway there. Mm. Even the fact that the president was it last week with the opening of Parliament mm. said that. There's no place for discrimination in the Namibian house. There's no place for discrimination based on sexuality, gender, and da-da-da. So that means even there, there's a bit of traction. So that also gives us that momentum to continue. Because yeah. it means we are heard. That's just a politician talking, man. It's a politician gunning for votes. No, but, exactly. You know, no. Once I have the queer vote, sure. but, you know. I would say the same shit to get some votes too, man. No, it's okay. <laughs> so I, I get it, man. But we won't vote. Mm -hmm. <laughs> So, till we see change. How about that? Okay, okay. I can hold my vote hostage as well. Yeah, but the sad thing is it won't even matter it won't. to some point. Cause but listen, yeah. in this sort of situation, I don't want to touch on politics, but mm. 
you know, like things have not really been going well in terms of the plans of action and where we're supposed uh-huh. to be with poverty eradication yep. and all of that. Yep. So how do I now quickly get favor back to my side? The ones that make the most noise, get them on my side. Exactly. <laughs> and then there's your legacy. I mean, some legacies are also about to end. But That's like true, I said, right. I'm not going into that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Uh, I'm hoping, I actually want to get like a, like a dope political respondent or you know someone who's really like into it i have somebody yes yeah. i have somebody i can give you a contact or two. okay okay now we'll, we'll talk off yeah yes <laughs> <laughs> that's why that's why i got you guys around me man you, you know, guys you guys network network you guys help me network man yeah you guys help me network man i really appreciate that yeah yes. but i don't know man it, like i said it's gonna be an uphill battle it's just <sighs> Listen, for as long as it's an uphill battle, it means my work is not done. It's not done. It's, I don't think it'll ever be done, though. It will never be done. Yeah. Mm. But but we, we, I think on that, that, that path... Progress it will be there. Mm. I mean, we look at countries like Botswana, Angola, mm. South Africa. Just here in SADC have already managed to go over those big obstacles. I mean, <laughs> look at look at uh, NSA, who, like they're under like fire now, because... Apparently, we gotta add another box to the you know gender box. Yes. And I'm like, damn. They have to. But to be fair, guys, I don't even think they even realize they're like, oh shit, now we're in trouble for no reason. <laughs> Come on, guys. No, we have to. We have to call out the inequalities wherever we see them because the. Don't you think we're just poking fun at things now? No, we're allowing the erasure culture to continue. We have mm. normalized it for so long that mm-hmm. when we're speaking about our rights. It's something funny. It's something new. Mm. But it should not be that. It should have been acknowledged from the get-go. Remember how black the black box mm. was also not there many years ago? Many, many years ago during the apartheid? There yeah. was no box of black. It was number what, what, what? Yes, yeah, sure. But we fought for that. Our forefathers and mothers from then fought for that. It's the same struggle, just a different generation. No, 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 no. It's the same struggle. We're speaking about oppressed rights. Okay, okay, fair enough, fair enough. When it comes to oppressed rights, it's uh-huh. the same struggle. The fact that trans women can't have their chosen identity. Yeah. While I am now transitioning to Paulina, but I was known as Paul, mm-hmm. but I'm all feminine and whatnot, but I still have to go by Paul on my birth certificate. <laughs> Things like that. <coughs> That okay. is somebody's rights being infringed because they are not who that was. Okay. Just one example. Uh, going to the banks, like I can't get, um, uh, even like, not to the banks, bad example, but yes, even a bank. I can't have a joint account with my spouse as the spousal privileges because my, my kind of wedding or marriage is not recognized. When I die, my spouse okay. cannot inherit unless it's a business transaction. That's what's different. So this shit like really it really trickles down to a whole lot of other factors, right? Like yes, inheritance-wise, uh-huh. I can be legally married to somebody in SA, but here in Namibia, uh-huh. when I die, my spouse do not have access to my property unless I have had it in a business way, written it up as a business partnership. Where, okay, now it can be, unless I have a will and testimony and things like that. But if you don't have these things, automatically it goes to the wife or it goes to the husband based on the laws of marriage. We do not have those privileges. Medical aid. I can't be on my partner's medical aid, even if I'm married to that person. Now, now, now just give people context. We're talking about now same-sex same, marriage. Same-sex yeah. marriage, yes. So, so Same-sex marriage. So you don't get nothing. None. None of the benefits that are there for... Um, uh, yes, mixed married couples, if I can call them that, because they're not same sex. <laughs> You're having fun with this, aren't you? <laughs> I am, I am, I am. And I'm also talking a whole lot of nonsense, not in terms of what I'm aware of, but just how I'm spitting my rhythm and my flow, you know, being all yeah. rapper vibes and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, they, they know. I think they figured it out. You know, they're just like, yeah, this one, this one, it doesn't stick to anything. Drama. <laughs> you know. <laughs> It's a whole traumatic experience. But uh, this is, when you speak about benefits like that, it really trickles down to your existence. And while everybody else has these beautiful privileges, uh-huh. the community have, does not have access to that. 
don't you think that you guys have somewhat of a i won't say unfair advantage but a whole advantage because it seems like whenever lgbtqi right mm-hmm. it seems like every letter is being added every other year um <laughs> do you feel like you guys have an unfair advantage because every time you guys say something corporations switch up i mean right now i'm seeing you no know, certain corporations with rainbow flags all of a sudden and they were like never into it in the first place but now all of a sudden you know it seems like you guys walk with one voice but you see corporations let's talk about the pink currency quickly mm-hmm. um you see combined we make a strong number mm-hmm. as the unit combined we add to their profit margin we add to the bank I'm yeah, a those, client. yeah it always comes down to money eh? it comes down because they will lose this clientele if they do not start realizing the value of this clientele money is the same regardless whether the our we have genders and sexual um what do you call it sexual identities mm-hmm. um gender roles and all of these things but when it comes th- when it comes down to it money is money yeah but you want to also every business knows that they need to make sure their client stays happy dude you're the only community that i know can make people switch up real quick yes because cancel cancel culture is real I, I think I blame y'all for that. Because <laughs> y'all, y'all started a w- yes, wild trend. Cancel culture is real. And mm. the moment it trends, they lose revenue. <laughs> it's the bottom line. <laughs> it really comes down to their bottom line. You'd also see certain businesses have, if they do their research, certain demographics of our community are more supportive. I'm sorry, it's very rare that you see a broke homeless gay person. I was gonna say that. <laughs> My brother told me the same thing. Like, when's the last time you saw a gay dude? Like, for real. Yes. I'm like, probably like one. My whole life, like it's, my entire life, my entire 27 very, fucking years of life. It's the thing of you had so many struggles. You must fight twice or three times harder mm. to just be on the same level as everybody else. I can halfway agree with you because yes. some other shit also happens in behind closed doors. So exactly. So I'm like, fuck that. So, but I said a whole lot of things. Mm. Like some of my own community be like, you are speaking from a very misinformed point of view, Zandri. And I'm like, really? no, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, it's so weird. <laughs> you guys actually have that kind of friction, but. <laughs> oh no, we even have politics amongst each other. So yeah. it's fine. I was told something really um, strange to me. Cause okay. No, no, no. You, you, you better leave now. But this is like a hot topic. Not a hot topic, but this is something that kind of made me laugh. Okay, okay. So, um, I had a conversation with someone. And I was just... I don't know what made me think about that. But I was like, hey, man. I'm just wondering. Mm. In your community, real quick. Uh, are, they, are they like racist people? Are they actually like racist people in your... And I was shocked by the answer. Because like, hell yeah. Mm. I'm like... But then what's the fucking point of this whole fight for equality obviously i know they're they're they're, they're that you know fucked up minority mm-hmm. who are just trying to you know mm-hmm. you know stir shit up but at the end of the day this thing it, it contradicts everything you guys are fighting for and i'm like how the fuck does that exist because just in the same way we are we have with the vision of kwame and kuruma and nelson mandela all these great leaders who fought for the united states of africa with this one vision that all africans are equal mm-hmm. towards each other but xenophobia still exists we've seen it countless times yeah. even just a year ago in south africa because the looting what so friction always exists regardless of where you are whether it's tribalism whether it's racism mm-hmm. even within the same communities yeah so just like these communities the lgbti is a community that's on its own and will have their differences with each other mm-hmm. like everybody else no, I would, I would, I would, I would assume there are like different issues, but mm. like racism, that should be like the last thing I, I would ever like imagine to be honest. You know, with. there is this, there are those subtle racists, mm. just like you know, we have those ones like ah, but my best friend is black. So you I know? can say this. That's the most racist shit ever. You know, <laughs> just like it exists in yeah. the heterosexual spectrum of life, so does it in the LGBTI spectrum of life. Now I figured. No, obviously, the way you articulated it mm. makes sense. <laughs> I get it. 
but for me it's just the message that you know everyone's trying to push like oh no we're fighting for equality i'm like that's that's yeah. bullshit at the end of the day because but some of these motherfuckers don't see your vision or want it let's look at it from this point of view mm-hmm. for now we're looking at the collective the collective agenda mm-hmm. what is the greater good for the collective as a unit once that is achieved then we're also going to now clean house where is the other problems at mm. oh, let's deal with that one next let's deal with that one next there will be issues that will arise but for the moment we are all looking at the collective agenda what is the main goal yeah before we can actually sort our own house out we have to sort the bigger house out Do you get what i'm saying which is this country and where we stand in it our place what is our place mm, I see. uh will i be protected by the police even though i'm queer <laughs> no it happens where yeah, uh, did, did mercedes is in a case like recently because of that uh, police brutality be- against a trans person wait, they beat her yes they did for literally being a trans so basically yes but in, I mean, in layman's terms, like in layman's terms, that's yes. really that. I do not want to go into the specifications of that case yeah, no, on I mean, air, uh, but she was. It was a hate crime, number uh-huh, one, uh-huh. and because she was trans, brutality da da da. She was assaulted and thrown into jail, where the harassment and the abuse continued. Just to summarize it, mm. and it comes down to the foundation of the fact that she is trans. Had it been any other person, they would have left her to be on her way. Do hmm. you provoke them? No, how? The I'm playing devil's advocate. Relax, dude. No, I'm just like, <laughs> yo. Uh, they are provoked by the fact that this is somebody different. Mm. We know, are man. afraid of what we don't understand. Yeah, we fear the unknown, huh? And that is basically what happened. Uh, no, I'm not defending cops. You know, I'm, not, I'm just, you know, I'm just trying to create a dialogue. Maybe, maybe, no, maybe she said something. You know, that that's it. That set the guy off. I mean, I almost got my ass kicked the other day by this cop just because I di- I didn't like answer his question the way it, he wanted it. To. I'm sorry if I say I know my rights. Uh-huh. Why must I be attacked for it? Ah uh, man, that's that's our thing here, hey. It's, you know, talking about you, right? Like, <laughs> I know my rights, but that's a fact. Yeah, that's true. There's nothing offensive. This is just letting you know, officer, I know my rights. Mm-hmm. You cannot treat me in the way you are planning on treating me. Mm-hmm. And that scares them. Mm. I used to like that. I mean, I have, I have seen this in action myself. Yeah. Where unprovoked, they would... But you see, now I'm also challenging the police and things. This conversation, hey? Yeah. <laughs> That's what happens when you get you get into this place. You'll get me into trouble. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about me. I'm gonna get cancelled before I even start. You know. <laughs> I'm like <laughs> cancel. I culture. still like my life. Jokes. <laughs> nah, nah. But just I, I feel like it's a healthy dialogue to have because um, at the end of the day, we're always gonna hear one side of the story. Exactly. And I feel like I'm just trying to create an avenue where everyone can just voice their own opinion because it's like everyone has something to say, man. Regardless of who. State of mind. Thank you. <laughs> Pun intended. <laughs> but yeah, I'm just trying to get you know people's perspectives, man. Cuz yeah. I feel like that was unfair cuz look, I don't I don't necessarily I don't have to be homophobic mm-hmm. to know what what but you're doing to someone is wrong. Is wrong, bro. It's like fuck, man. Violation of human rights. Uh, back to the human rights thing, huh? Yes. Okay. I mean, aren't we all just human at the end of the day? <sighs> that would be the case. I mean, you did ask what is one of those things mm. that you like mm. Mm-hmm. it's about human rights or, but i'm not an i'm not an activist nor a politician i'm just like a social person who likes talking about some of these things <laughs> <laughs> i want to box myself no you shouldn't <laughs> i mean you barely do you, you know so <laughs> <laughs> uh okay but look man I, I, it seems like you are in a rush yeah unfortunately i don't want to hold you for too long uh but hey man this was actually a great conversation. This was like, I mean, this was an hour. It was, it was an oh, hour. It's a whole nice hour. It was good. And I mean, I, I mean, I, I learned. Not a lot. I learned enough. I was about to because I already had my, you know, I already had my thoughts set on some certain I things like that. I wouldn't say I was quite educational. Yeah. I was a little uh, bit more enlightening. I should be saying that, not you, dude. <laughs> the fuck. <laughs>
You can flatter yourself like that. <laughs> but no, man, I really, I really appreciate it, man. I, I feel like this is just the the beginning of you know other great conversations as well, yeah. and just hopefully it will catch someone's we, ear. It will to catch wind and just you know maybe. P- and next oh. time I'll be more prepared. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you feel like you're prepared? I'll do my homework more. Uh, please, we don't. Uh, <laughs> that's boring. I I eat someone that sits there like it's so rehearsed, like a yeah. like a robot. Yo, and then I'm like, yo, 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 yo. With the tremors in their <laughs> voice. <laughs> just be you. I always tell people be unapologetically you. That's what that's that's why I invited you here in the first place. I exactly. feel like you know, you're an asshole like me, so we know we click. <laughs> But I just hide it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what are you trying to say, yo? <laughs> <laughs> I'm vocal, my vocal about my shit. You know. Yeah, but no, no. I, I thank you so much for doing this, man. And I really do. I really appreciate it. And uh, thank you for having me. It was so much fun. Yeah, man. <laughs> but um, any last words though? Any last words? Yeah. Any last words for the people to hear? I feel like for the people. That do not know what I'm about, you should figure it out. I'm still trying to figure out what I'm about. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> that was a big letdown because everyone's like, oh, wait, I'm going to hear something. I know, I know. Because usually people have these inspirational messages like, love yourself, be proud, all of those things. But I really feel like being honest right now. Like, figure it out. Just figure it out. Because, like I said earlier in my conversation, is we're all on the journey of self-discovery. Yeah. So it's never ending, actually. It's never ending. So I can't even tell you who I am right now. Because mm. who you might meet on the street is not the same person. That's true. That's true. So, what he said. <laughs> but just love yourself. Spread love and be kind. Be kind is the message, actually. Be kind. Be kind. Be kind. You see, I'm really, I really had to think about that. <laughs> be you kind. Should, you should have given me a <laughs> second. Be kind. Two words. <laughs> I had to think about. I'm not trying to be very, you know. I, this conversation right? will not end. <laughs> yeah, it won't actually. So, so we're gonna quit while we're ahead. But uh, yeah. again, thank you so much, and uh, everybody else, peace. Thinking by the time that we know.